This town isn't big enough for two supervillains. Oh, you're a villain, all right. Just not a super one. Yeah? What's the difference? Presentation! Hi, everybody, and welcome to the 1224 Podcast. I'm Kate. I'm Shay. And we're here to talk to you about everything animation. So. So. You want to know one of the best superhero movies of all time is? No. Why? I don't. <laughs> well, okay, I'm going to tell you anyways, because... It's it's one of the most groundbreaking cinematic masterpieces of all time that I think a lot of people forget, and that's Megamind. Does anybody remember wow. that? Wow. Wow. Indeed. Who are you? What? <laughs> Who said I'm, that? Uh, Megamind is Daddy Four Four Eight, also known <laughs> as Kevin. So that's my brother. He's one of our guests today. Welcome, Kevin. It's actually. Uh, Megamind is Daddy 448. Is that like Megamind is Daddy 448? Welcome. Thank you. Okay, fine. We'll just call you uh, Megamind is Daddy 448. Kevin's fine too. Okay. (laughs) Okay, Kevin. Well, welcome to our episode. We're glad that you're here. And yeah, I'm. (laughs) The dog's barking. That's the other guest. That's our other guest. Her name's Sophia. Kevin and I are dog sitting right now for for one of his friend's dog. So if you hear barking, I like apologize, but she'll probably like bark because she agrees that Mega Mind is a great movie. Indeed. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's a good opinion. It is a good opinion because she's yeah. right. I mean, you can even argue it's a fact. I'm trying to think. I guess like the best way to describe the movie this guy with a big ass head, right? He's like, oh man, I was destined to be evil. And then one day the superhero dies and he's like, oh man, I don't have anyone to fight with. And it's just him kind of coming to terms with like themes of like um, destiny and fate. That's the only way to describe it. It's like a deconstruction of like every superhero movie and like superhero tropes. So yeah, that, that's all I can say really about it yeah that pretty much sums it up um so i guess in more detailed terms megamind is centered around this villain who is who's from definitely from another planet it's basically like a parody of like superhero movies before superheroes like became a huge thing like recently and i i think that's why it's so ahead of it's time. So you have Megamind as the as the protagonist, as the villain, quote unquote. Then you have Metro Man, who is supposed to be the you know the main superhero. He's like the Superman in uh, Metro City, or as Megamind would like to nick- call it, Metrocity, because he he doesn't really know how to pronounce some words at times and then you also have the girl named roxanne who's like in between that you know uh she she's seen as like you know dating metro man but she's really not and is actually the love interest later that pretty much like sums it up but um i don't know just something about this movie is so it's so good whenever i watch it like i just watched it yesterday and it's it it's more than just like a whole parody about um superhero films it's it also just takes a really good take on what it what it means to be good or bad or like the blurred lines between those identities i agree uh it's a very different movie because it's a very nice uh looking blue man but also with that (laughs) um story is good it's not like your average regular superhero movie when i watched it as a kid i was um, indeed twisted by it because I was like, damn, they really just flipped the script. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, like, Kevin and I watched it for the first time in, in the movie theaters. And at, at first, like, at first glance, it's like, oh, it's just a, it's just another movie. Like, it wasn't so, you know, it, it was just your average movie. Like, nothing, nothing really to think about it. And then now, like, 
watching it back as like an adult with big I guess big brain knowledge about writing I guess like it really the whole movie is so underrated in terms of like how it was really written and like why it matters it just blows my mind (laughs) I also saw when I was a kid in theaters like for the first time and like I had a fun time with it I guess like um when like looking when looking at um I guess like the timeline too and I guess also another reason why people who kind of perceive it as like this very underrated movie is because around the same time because even I forgot about this Despicable Me came out right before this which is another movie kind of deconstructing um not exactly like superhero villainy but just like villainy in general Mm mm-hmm and since oh. that movie, like, just blew up, it kind of overshadowed, like, Megamind's success, kind of, because it's, like, the similar premises and things. I feel like that's, like, one big part of why a lot of people might, like, under- saying undermine sounds like a pun, but I'm not trying to do a pun. Like, undermine the movie. <laughs> right. Um, like, yeah. I don't know. Megamind, I think, really shines, so- like, the characterization- which I guess will lead into characters or whatever. Yeah. Um, so Megamind as a character, again, like, since the whole thing is deconstructing, specifically like, the Superman story, because it's like, oh, alien baby from different planet that's about to get blown up comes to Earth. But the thing is, like, both him and Metro Man are both deconstructions of that because they both kind of are, like, fleeing from, like, these dangerous planets coming to Earth. But the thing is, Metro Man basically kind of sabotaged everything for Megamind, like, in the opening sequence, you know, Metro Man's like, oh, like, he lands in, like, this very wealthy family, and he has, like, the best education and the best resources. Yeah. Megamind ends up in prison. Deadass. Yeah, like, he literally slaps in the prison, which, when I was watching it, right, here's what confused me. If there is a baby in your prison, wouldn't, like, I don't know, wouldn't you, like, go and like say like wouldn't the office be like oh we should turn like give this baby to like i don't know foster care or something or if it's like an alien alien so that's the other thing mega mind isn't like human passing right because like, he's blue he's, and he has yeah he's a like, race thing yo <laughs> Ayo. it's a race thing towards blue people and that's that's fucked up that's yeah well. you're right that's your kind blue, <laughs> blue. <laughs> like there's a lot to unpack, I feel like, especially, like, watching it now when I'm, like, older, and also, I guess, like, just the state of, like, the world right now, and also just, I don't know, I'm a very, like, I'm a very, I'm a person who, like, is very, like, when I watch things, I'm like, oh, identity, how does this tie into it, but, um, with Megamind, I don't know, the whole, t- like, when that scene happens, like, you know, I feel like they should have given him to just, like, foster care or some shit, right? Yeah. <laughs> Like, why, why was he still in prison? Like, why would they let... Why would um, they keep him in prison? Like, what would they do? <laughs> why would they keep him in prison, one? And then, two, why would they let the prisoners, like, raise this child? Hey, That's hey, you know what? Thing. It's ahead of his time because these prisoners were like, uh, Burger Lee is good, and then the cops are bad. And I was like, yo. He's just I felt that. different. <laughs> really. Stop. Going on a whole another dimension. <laughs> I mean, are they really ahead? I mean, I... I'm not gonna get into a cop talk right now. Whatever. But, like, it's, yeah. um, what was it talking about? Oh, like, Megamind, like, it's very interesting because with the whole thing, too, he doesn't know his purpose in life because he's, like, oh, okay, because, like, when he's a baby, like, his parents are like, oh, do you, like, I, I forget, like, the parents are like, da-da-da, and you obviously, like, you were meant for, and it just cuts off because they, like, close the thing, and they send him off, so he doesn't know what he's meant for. So he thinks its purpose is to be bad since he ends up in the like the prison. It's even more than that. It's like he like growing up, like he's just been good at being like doing bad things, especially in the school, because like he was he was trying to impress the kids and then like he kind of failed with his inventions and they were like, Oh, Megamind is disgusting. We love Metro would you also Man. S- would you also say this is because of discrimination against blue people? Yes. I agree. Okay. I yeah. agree. Justice maybe, for blue maybe, people. Maybe Not having this discussion is just making us realize maybe Megamind this whole time is about racism. Oh my and the stereotypes for tre- like <laughs> and the stereotypes and like pressure with that. Look, You're I right. can break this and, down. And, 
and the the um conformism that's not even a word but conformity, conformity to, to society societies like i mean i only saw white people in the movie so Ooh. Ooh. Okay. damn jinx okay Kevin. Like one blue person and that's you know daddy but because <laughs> like okay because the other thing is too throughout the film right i guess like there's also like i i noticed this and like it's like kind of like even a thing that like i see in real life like even i do it it's like um no one denies that Mega Man's smart. That's the thing. So, like, that's why I'm, like, I don't, like, this, I, I was just thinking throughout the film. I was, like, huh, they keep on, like, saying, like, oh, only you say stuff like this. And it kind of reminded me of, like, um, I think RuPaul's Drag Race, specifically. Um, there's, like, so, like, he mispronounces, like, Metro City. And then, like, he, he mispronounces, like, a lot of words he throughout the He mispronounces school as shul. Yeah, but then it's, like, um, I don't know, and that brings up the question of, like, education, truly, because, like, English is a stupid language, one. And I say this as, like, a, like a person who only speaks English. <laughs> stupid language. And, um, I don't know, it made me think about, like, huh, is, it, is this, like, a thing kind of, like, in, like, Mega Mind Super Smart, but, like, everyone kind of downplays him? Because yeah. he mispronounces words, because that's, like, a thing Ooh. that happens. Like, this is why I say RuPaul's Drag Race. There's, like, a scene where, like, um, Aja, who's a contestant, was, like, talking about fashion, and, and they mispronounce someone's name. And then they're, and then the whole judges panel is like, well, if you actually knew fashion, you wouldn't know how to mispronounce their names. So I'm just, like, you could read things and not, like, listen to stuff. Like, Megamai, I think, like, with the Metro City thing, it is kind of weird, because, like, you live there, and then, like, you, like listen to people who i guess listen to people say but like even then it's like still like i i like i don't think people should shame him for saying like mispronouncing things i guess but like i don't know it made me think of that i guess yeah that's interesting to think about it yeah yeah so yeah like megamind in general is like definitely just i guess different like not not like in that in a comedic way where we're all like yeah he's built different we, we know that but like he really just has this mindset of what what's good and what's bad he knows he's the bad guy and he he's he thinks he's destined to be the bad guy and that's why he thinks um you know making making these contraptions and then using it to destroy the city and then he expects metro man to come in and save the day like he just thinks of it as a whole game rather than because he wants to do it like mm. on, obviously on the surface he thinks that he's doing all of this just because he has to as a villain but like in reality it's it's more like yeah he's just he just he just thinks this is a whole game and um i I think it's more that, like, because, you know, like, near the end of the movie, right, where it's, like, Metro Man, or, like, I think it's Metro Man that says it. He's, like, they're, like, whenever there's, like, evil, good will always, like, because, like, yin-yang type thing. I think that's what Megamind, but, like, the thing is, his whole, he doesn't realize that he needs a superhero until he wins. That's the thing. Metro Man is just Superman, but except he wants to quit, and I don't blame him, because I would also quit. <laughs> um, Yeah. That's basically it. Like, you know, in the beginning, you see him, like, all cocky and stuff. And, you know, he has this huge... He has a day for himself, like, for the whole city. Like, it's Metro Man Day or something. And that's when Metro Man, quote-unquote, dies. Because he fakes his death. And because he, he just wants to dip. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, honestly, it's very elaborate. And I give him props, because, like... Okay, so he dies because he's like, my weakness is copper. And then, um, that's, and then, like, um, he put a fake skeleton in the explosion. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, and then he's just, like, chilling at his house. Metro Man, I think, is the result of kind of the opposite of, like, they're foils to each other, obviously. But there's even, like, another foil, there's, like, three foils to this whole story. So Metro Man's a foil in the sense that, like, him and Meg might literally have the same thing going on, like, in terms of, like, upbringing, but except, like, of course, metro man's like i'm privileged which we know but like it's that like all the pressure of him wanting of being good kind of got to him so he just wants to be like i didn't want to like do my own thing because like he's like i don't really want to save people anymore yeah i want to chill i want to make music exactly it it's 
it's basically just what society expects Metro Man and Megamind to be. Like, mm-hmm. just that amount of pressure for people to be like, oh, look, it's Metro Man. Of course he's going to save the day. Of course he's going to do all these things to, you know, save everybody and make us feel good. And in reality, it's like he never really had a choice of being a superhero. I mean, yeah, obviously, it's, yeah. It's, like, incredibly taxing. Also, like, when you see, like, all these superhero movies, like, my running joke, because I, wa- I usually watch them with my dad, um, and so we go to the movie theaters, and we're like, yeah, it's a cool movie. I'm like, yeah, I can't wait for the next movie where, like, I don't know, they take a break and have some tea or something. I don't know. Thinking about saving a million people from world destruction, like, basically every week. And you're the only person, too. He's the only superhero, too. That's what makes it, like, even worse to me, because I'm like, oh, God. Yeah. So it's like, of course he would quit at some point. Like, he, if you don't have a choice, one. Again, I think this is also just because, like, him and Megamind kind of depend on each other, too. So, like, let's say if Megamind just stopped being evil and Metro Man was still, like, doing stuff. Like, Metro Man wouldn't have a purpose anymore, so he would just, like, kind of, like, I don't know, chill. Right? And then same thing with Megamind. Like, if Metro Man's not there to save the day, and Mega Man. There's a lot of stuff going on with all these ads. (laughs) Yeah, and Megamind is like wins, and of course Megamind is have. It's like they both need to like play off of each other in order to like I don't know keep what they're doing alive. Thing is, Metro Man just gave up versus Megamind, where like he never really gave up until like you know midway through the story. But even then, I wouldn't say he like gave up, gave up. Too many M's. <laughs> Way too many M's. Alliteration. <laughs> and, and I think it makes sense because they're they're foils of each other. And I was like, oh, okay. And like throughout this whole movie, both of those characters, I mean, especially Megamind, obviously, but you see both of them trying to find their own true uh, purpose and passion for uh, what they actually want to do versus what society uh, perceives them as. Um, because with Megamind, I feel like when he was disguising himself as Bernard in front of Roxanne, it, even though he's disguised as someone else, I feel like that's more of his true self as a good person because I, in all reality, he wants to be a good person, I guess. So you're saying that Megamind putting on the human suit instead of just being, you know, his true no, 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 no. Okay. No, in, I know what you're saying. Appearance-wise. No, you're you're fine. Okay, that that sounded weird. Um, I know what you mean. It appearance-wise, that's that's weird. But like, even though he's disguised himself, his personality was shown, uh, more fully. I don't know how to word that. I, I, I know. know how I know to what you're saying. Yeah. Without like the prejudice of him being Megamind. He yes. was able to fully feel himself when talking to Roxanne, despite Roxanne wanting Megamind to fucking die. Exactly. Yeah, I knew what you were saying. I was being stupid. <laughs> it it oh. helped elaborate what I was trying to say, and you helped me, so thank you. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> Anyways, Roxanne. can we talk about Roxanne? Roxanne. So Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Any thoughts about Roxanne, Kevin? No. Get her out. <laughs> Mine's mine. Oh, so you're jealous of Roxanne? Hell yeah. She's kind of bad, though, not gonna lie. Big, big head ass, though. <laughs> they all have big heads in the whole film. Like, they do. All they all have big That's heads. That's the best thing. Okay, Kevin. Hey, yo. <laughs> Roxanne, she's, she's like a report. She's like Lois Lane. Except, like, she's not romantically involved with, um... Metro Man? Yeah, look. <laughs> if I start forgetting people's names, I'm gonna start referring to who they look like. So, whatever. Um yes. Yeah, like, she... She's, like, Lois Lane type thing. Um, and, like, her whole thing is, like... She's just, like, I report. And also, she kind of wants to solve, like... She kind of wants to figure out what Megamind's gonna do in the whole film. Because she's just like, are you happy? Because also the running joke in the movie, it's like they've done this all before. So like when she gets kidnapped, she's like, oh, 
okay, shark pit, haven't seen that, like, I've seen that before, like, all these, like, dangers, she's like, oh, a spider, that's new, like, just stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> so, she's very headstrong, she, she's just, like, a little detective, I love her, I love, like, the little, like, when she has, like, that moment where she, like, just backs up on the balcony to see, like, yes. Megamind's plan. Oh my gosh. Which, the news clipping, like, hanging from the ceiling thing was, like, a huge, like, I want to say theme in the movie. It's like a kind of motif from like you watch the beginning yeah. of the movie and the end oh and stuff, which is really cool. But then I thought that takes so much time to do what's your problem. Just put it on a cork board like a normal person. Nah. But, you know, that's fine. <laughs> Whatever. It's a so, fun time. <laughs> I know. Cinematography. And, cinematography. Like, choices. But, like, I, oh. I just sat there. Like, for practicality, this makes no sense to me. Why can't you be normal and just put all your papers on the floor? She is but anyway, normal, but let her do her thing. <laughs> I'll let her do her thing. I'm just saying, like, that's so much. And she has, like, tall ceilings, too. Like, high-ass ceilings. Like, how is she putting stuff up there? I don't know. <laughs> it's called a ladder. <laughs> <laughs> I really love Roxanne, too. Um, mm-hmm. I just, I'm just reminded of this line when she gets kidnapped and... Metro Man and Mega Mine are just going at it, like insulting each other. And then there's this line where she's like, "Okay, girls, we get it. You're both pretty. Can I go home now?" <laughs> I was like, "I love that. I love that line." She's very. She tells it how it is because she's just like, "Look, I don't like people who like beat like who just like beat around like the bush." She's like, "Cut the bullshit." Because like, right. um, okay, so when Mega Mind. He's disguised himself as, like, his name's Bernard, right? That's the librarian's yeah. name? Yeah. Andrew Garfield looking as, like, Bernard. And, like, <laughs> basically, like, when she finds out, like, at dinner, you know, it's, like, raining. It's, like, all, like, melodramatic and things, right? Because it's, like, a breakup scene. And she was just, like, because it's also, like, right before, like, Megan was, like, redeeming, redeeming himself. She's just, like, look. Oh, yeah, because she met, um, I'll talk about this character later, but, like, because she's just, like, look, like, you've done so many bad things. I can't like you because yeah. you have put the town in disarray. You killed, um, um. Markiplier? Yeah, him, and, like. Markiplier? Yeah, yeah he's in Met- this movie. He plays Metro Man. <laughs> Metro Man's just white Markiplier. You're right, you're right, you're right. <laughs> yeah, like. Yeah, she's like, you killed Metro Man, like, and you're causing all this, like, you caused all this fucking chaos, so, like, why would I like you? You've done so much bad in, like, the past also. And I like that, because, you know, I sat there, and I was like, I'm like, I like Roxanne. Me too. She, she tells it how it is. Facts. She's a good character. Yeah. Yeah. Like, thinking about it, I feel like she's, like, the character... That represents Metro City and even us as audience members trying to determine, like, whether or not Megamind is a good or bad person. I just yeah. think she, she's interesting. I love Roxanne. <laughs> yeah. You wanna know who else is an interesting character, but, like, in the opposite direction, because I fucking hate him? I know who you're talking about, but tell them. I don't know his name. Jonah Hill. Jonah, Jonah Hill's Hill. character. Jonah Hill. I don't know his- How? Well, it, it, he- Yes, how he is voiced by Jonah Hill. Um, yeah, I was like, wait a minute, is it is this actually Jonah Hill or what? <laughs> yeah, no, because trying to figure out if it was Jonah Hill or um, what's his name? He plays Fred in um Big Hero Six, and he also plays the emoji from the Emoji Movie. <laughs> the emoji from the. It's like TJ Miller. Yeah, I was like trying to figure out if it was TJ Miller or not, and I was like, I'm pretty sure it's Jonah Hill though, because like DreamWorks has a weird thing about making their characters look like their the actors. actors yeah so like although i don't know what was up with shrek like human shrek human shrek does not look like um mike myers at all it's weird um that's the exception <laughs> yeah like I, shrek is like the only person i could think like they don't really look like their voice actors that much but shark shark tail i think is the one where they look way too much like their actors anyways um cursed anyways <laughs> um like with megamind oh how so how is like creepy disgusting yeah he's like he's a just like a deconstruction of like well not de- he's like the nice guy trope he's a sim 
all I gotta say is simp. S-I-M-P. Squirrels in my pants. But, like, yeah, so his whole thing, he's like, I love Roxanne Richie. We're gonna get together. Even though they don't know each other, right? Which, like, only thing I agreed with him in the whole film about was, like, when he, when him and Roxanne were, like, talking, and he was like, you don't know me. I'm like, yeah, exactly. Y'all don't know each other. Both of y'all don't know each other. He's a cameraman. Yeah. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. I don't know how to describe it exactly. Like, I don't know, during that one scene where he's like, we don't know each other, I was like, yeah. And that's and so why you like, shouldn't hit her up like that. <laughs> yeah, but he was more like, you don't know me. And I was like, but you don't know her either yeah like she like it's like several times she's kind of ignored your advance like because he goes hard on the advances too that's the other thing it's so he's weird. like he's like yo i got a bouncy castle at my place i got a clown i got a masseuse i got a wine thing. i got a marriage you know, party photographer my- yeah he's like party at my place and she's like oh i'll like go later he's like well no one's coming to the party it's only gonna be us i'm like what wait what do you wait a minute <laughs> weirdo and then he also has roxanne on his wall and then like with like a little bubble that says good night how like what (laughs) bro um so the whole thing with how is that um, because okay when metro man's like bye everyone like fuck y'all um megamind's like well i need a superhero now because i won and it's boring when he was thinking about people he saw how is like how needs to be the superhero because he's like he won't do any harm and this is why i'm saying like Hal is kind of also foil to Mega Mind. Because Hal is like an ordinary dude, and you're like, oh, he can't do any, like, Bad. real harm, right? Because right? he's like, they, like in the whole thing, they kind of build up to be, like, this very pathetic guy, but, like, he won't, like, do anything crazy, right? Yeah. But, like, once he gets the power, like, the superhero powers, he goes power crazy. So, like, he's, like, and also keep in mind that Mega Mind also kind of, like, manipulated him, because he's, like, because Megamind, like, disguised himself. He's like, I'm your father. Space right? dad. Like, like, that whole thing happened. So, Hal thinks, oh, if I get my, if I have powers, because he thinks that um Roxanne and Metro Man kind of have a thing going on. He's like, yo, if I get powers, then she'll like me. Like, she likes Metro Man, because mm-hmm. Metro Man's dead. So I can, like, slide in. <laughs> and, um, like, obviously that doesn't work. Because also, like, right before the dinner date, with um, Megamind, like, when Roxanne was, like, looking at the pictures, because, like, the- because when she stepped back, she saw Titan, which is, like, Hal's, like, superhero name, right? Cool shot. Still don't understand, like, the practicality exactly, but cool shot. I can- I can question things. (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) Yeah. But she, like, backs up, and boom, he's there, and then he's, like, fucking throwing her across the city and shit. Yeah, that was scary. Like, even watching that scene, I was like, if I were Roxanne, I would have been screaming and freaking out. Like, what the hell? Yeah, because there's, like, one point where he, like, fucking drops her, like, on purpose. Yeah. That's assault at that point, what? Right. Yeah, no, like, I get so anxious watching flying scenes, right? And, like, because, like, I'm just like, yo, what if they drop? Like, I, okay, I like, I love the movie Aladdin. But the, and I like the magic carpet scene. But the thing is, when they start flipping, I'm like, there is no way they're staying on that carpet because they're not grabbing onto anything. They're just like, they're just like kneeling on it, and right. you're telling me <laughs> that the carpet like caught like, it's like enough static to keep them up there. No, no, someone would have fell by then. <laughs> I don't know. Like I, exactly. I can suspend disbelief for a lot of things. I'm just like, I don't know, with Mega Mind, for some reason, my whole mind is like an overdrive. I'm like, why, why is this happening? Like, like this and this and this and this. And I'm like, I, I shouldn't be thinking this much. <laughs> um, You're fine. Uh, how overall it's problematic, but like, obviously, yeah, all my homies hate Hal. Uh, so, yeah, but, like, obviously there's a reason why as as he becomes the antagonist of the whole film, um, and I thought it was really interesting, like, in terms of, like, even regular people could just be bad, like, not everyone is, like, destined to be, like, good or bad, they could just be straight up, like, evil or something, Mm -hmm. and, like, after, after he realizes that he can't have Roxanne, he just decides to use his power to steal things. And that's what I was trying to get at. Like, he was just stealing money, like, stealing bikes and shit. And I was like, we don't like you. (laughs) All this because Megamind missed, like, 
Fierce Miss Metro Man. Yeah. All of this. All of this. Stealing and doing evil wasn't enough from him. Honestly, I think Megamite should just kill the person. I think that person should have how. Honestly, that's true. <laughs> that would have been a nice W. That would have been. Yeah. Like, I don't, some, sometimes for me, deaths can be like, uh, okay, whatever. But in this case, Hal, yeah. Bye, Hal. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I understand why, because it's like, an, it was like, marketed as like a kid's movie, and then like, you know, restrictions and things. But, you know, sometimes a film needs a little murder, I don't know. That's fair. I mean, at that point, I think it's still like, uh, gave the execution of, you know, with great power comes with great responsibility. Yes, I'm quoting Spider-Man because I can. Um, but yeah, it, it makes sense. Could we talk about the most goaded character in this Minion? film? Yes, Minion. Oh, that's the yeah. fish, right? Yeah! Yeah. He's so cute! <laughs> um, yeah, so Minion is literally uh mega minds minion but they're like buddies like they're just they're just homies that like do evil together and stuff and um he's basically like the supporting ally for mega mind yeah that's basically it like he's adorable he's a fish and he also tells how it is you're right exactly <laughs> on mostly like on mega mind's side because he was trying to like figure out why why is he doing all this good stuff huh like, why are you cleaning up the trash? Huh? Are you trying to be good? <laughs> he's like, oh, Miss Roxanne? And he's like, you know Roxanne ain't gonna get with you, right? She's gonna be upset that you lied, and she's gonna be upset that it's you. I'm like, yo. That's a whole reality <laughs> check. <laughs> wow, so insightful, Sophia. Thank you. I agree. But, um, yeah. He's cool. Yeah, I love Minion. Like... He just he just becomes a very supporting um aid for Megamind. Like more so like his kind of kind of like that friend that definitely like calls you out on things if you're like doing something wrong, you know? Yeah, that's all. And I don't know. I'm he's adorable, especially at that moment when he pretends to die and then Megamind's like, "Wait, there's not water. Dead. You're not dead. You're There's not literally water, dead. like, <laughs> right next to you, so I'm just gonna throw you in. <laughs> I'm sorry, that- the whole ending of, like, the movie, like, the, um, I guess, like, the end of the climax, so, like, the falling action, I really liked it. I- I like how, um, the- turns out the whole- because it was, like, this elaborate-ass plan, <laughs> too. So, Megamind disguised Minion as him- then Megamind disguised himself as Metro Man. And, like, it's, like, this whole fight against, like, Titan or whatever. And then, like, at the end, like, when, when like, they think that they've done, like, a good job, right? Roxanne, like, turns off the fucking disguise for him so that the people could see. And I, like, screamed. And I was like, oh, wait, that's so sweet. And then Titan comes back and tries to kill everyone. So, like, I don't know what... Yeah, oh my gosh, that ending. It, it was so good just because of, like... You know, this wasn't Metro Man saving the day. It was Megamind that saved the day. Almost. Yeah. And. Only reason why Titan knew is just because Megamind said Metrocity instead of Metro City. All of that. I thought it was, <laughs> was a very smart, like, callback. Yeah. So. I thought so too. Oh my gosh. I love how the movie overall is super detailed about that, which is great. Especially, okay, even by the end when uh, Megamind defeats Titan. So, like,. You know, the way he does it, he has to grab the the um, the um ray that'll take away his power. But he doesn't know where it is because it's in the invisible mm -hmm. car. And so, um, you know, Roxanne is like, you know, I looked back. Remember? Remember when I broke up with you? I looked back. And and it's definitely a callback to when um, Megamind asked about, like, you know, after he revealed himself accidentally um after he asked roxanne did, did you look back and she was like no i'm not telling you anything and then she was like just kidding that's what makes megamind so great especially at the callbacks and how detailed they are um i don't know i was looking at the trivia because i was watching this on amazon prime i didn't know they had trivia throughout the whole movie they only just had like a few facts for me but like it was just this like weird thing of um 
when Roxanne and Megamind or Bernard were in the library, they were like reading books and like Bernard was holding like Megamind unmasked and then the description oh, yeah. in the back was like this book called The Happiest Me I Can Be or whatever. And that was the same book that Metro Man was reading. And I was like, huh, I didn't oh. know if this was a mistake or like or like intentional, but that's interesting. Yeah, I think like I don't know. Like I like a little like animation tidbits like that. I just didn't like how I didn't know what was going on when I just saw it in the corner. I was like, I need to pay attention to this movie visually. I'm sorry. Sorry, Miss Trivia. I know, like, there was one, because, like, at the end, I, like, quickly looked at the trivia, but, like, I didn't really read it. I know there was one that was, like, about an explosion scene that took, like, it took, like, months to animate, which makes sense, because it's, like, one 3D film to explode. Like, it had, like, a tiny little pieces, too, because I think it was the one where, like, they're blowing up the statue, Mm -hmm. which makes a lot of sense why it would take so long. Yeah. Animation takes a long time. It really does. I give yeah. <laughs> it also, like, so for movie animation, too, it takes, like, much longer. So, like, I I guess that's why it wasn't, like... I mean, it was still, like, a whoa moment, but I guess... I don't know. I told them, like, being an animation student has jaded my perception on everything. Because I can't watch things without, like, overanalyzing it. That's and... me as a film major. Like, they tell you all these different things... Well, for you, like, obviously visually-wise, but for me, it's, like, writing-wise, I'm like, okay, time to analyze all these different characters and these Yeah, scenes. no, it's, like, the same, because, like, animation's, like, a film offshoot, so yeah. it's, like, the exact same. I think it's just, I think it's also just because, since there is so much emphasis on visual, I do pay more attention to visual stuff, too, anyways. You know, since we're talking about visuals, do you want to talk about Megamind visually? Yes, I would love to. Okay. Okay. Uh, (laughs) I guess going into cinematography terms for me, there was just a lot of parallels that I really liked. Um, Notably the the beginning sequence when we're introduced to Metro Man, and then like that kind of also parallels to the ending where Megamind is seen as a hero. Oh yeah, I like that scene. Because there's, like, a joke um, where it's, like, this guy with a baby's like, hey, my kid can't see. Began the movie, it's, like, one of Megamind's little minions. And at the end, it's um, Metro Man. Which I'm surprised they didn't recognize him. Because I'm, like, seeing him, like, look. <laughs> <laughs> this man is, like, taller. He looks so different than everyone else. So I'm, like, what? what? <laughs> I, maybe it's just the beard. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe he's just, like, an incredibly tall man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, w- I, w- I wouldn't be that stupid to not recognize him, though. So, mm. yeah. Um, yeah, because, like, the thing with those two scenes, it's, like, Metro Man is, like, that whole sequence with Metro Man, like, because you just see him as someone cocky, but also just, like, he just thinks that, like, saving people like he cares about saving people but at the same time he doesn't and he thinks that it's just like something that he has to do versus with megamind sequence like it's still like people praising him but like but like megamind is doing it because he wants to do it so i guess since i i'm a visual person everyone has a big ass head in this movie as i stated before like not like by like i literally they all have big ass heads and then Megamind is even, like, it's just huge in terms of, like, the proportions of it, right? So they go for, like, you know, typically, it's, like, DreamWorks, like, you know DreamWorks, you know how they do stuff. It's definitely, like, post, like, Shrek DreamWorks, too. Like, because they do, like, have, like, more exaggerated features, especially, like, during this time. Because this is, like, because the next movie is Monsters vs. Aliens. I don't know, I need, like, one day I need to, like, really think about DreamWorks movies and, like, visuals, because, like, there's some where, like, I think are, like, beautiful, like, absolutely beautiful, and there's others where I'm, like, I feel like this looks too ugly. Yeah, like, it's, like, I think, I like to call this, like, DreamWorks kind of, like, experiment, like, with, um, proportions phase, from what I remember, because, like, yeah, it's, like, very exaggerated proportions, but I think it's fine. Um, for, like, this, like, very, like, um, superhero-based story, right? 
And so I think that works. I mean, the city looks like a city. I love when cities look like cities. Yeah, no, because sometimes people, like, I don't know, I feel like with city stuff, a lot of, then again, a lot of city stuff I watch is usually TV-based and, like, animated. So it makes sense why there aren't a lot of crowds and people on the streets, but I love when, like, a good city has, like, a decent amount of people on the street. Because, like, sometimes people, like, forget that. Especially, like, especially if they've never lived in a city. I feel like it's, like, a very, like, weird thing that, like, people often forget. I mean, I like, again, I like the visuals. I really like that scene with, like, Roxanne backing up and she sees Titan. Yeah, like, I don't have anything really to say about Megamind, like, super visually, I guess. I think, I think everything works fine. Same. Um, Hal is fucking disturbing as Titan. That's one thing I can say. (laughs) He looks so cursed. Like, look, here's the thing with, like, this movie. This movie and, um, because, like, the running joke on the internet, if you've ever seen Back at the Barnyard, or just the Barnyard movie, um, Snotty Boy, and how look exactly like him, it's so disturbing to me, because I'm like, this is what happened to that little kid who bullied all these cows? Okay. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) No, I gotta look at it. Oh my gosh. Yeah, no, they look alike. It's it's really weird. Um, I think it's because, like, the proportions of the faces and also, like, the hair. It's, like, it's so, I don't know. Talking about Megamind visually is always so weird for me. I like the way it looks. It's just, like, it's not my favorite. So I'm not as passionate about it. And it's not, like, um, it takes place in, like, modern time. Oh, wait, I know one thing I talk about. So, like, you know how Megamind, like... For Megamind came out during the Obama presidency. Oh yeah, and like you can tell because they have like um the parody of like the Obama posters from his first presidency. I should say that the mm-hmm. first one. Yeah, like yeah, and so they had this poster that said "Yes, we can," but like in the movie, it's like "No, we no, can't." can't. <laughs> yeah, like everyone knows that DreamWorks is very pop culture oriented, which yeah. isn't a bad thing. Again, yeah. Shrek two, best movie of all time, Shrek two pop culture All to the around. brim yeah and it and it's like so that movie has not dated itself which is really interesting um like i think but i think with megamind like in terms of pop culture there isn't a lot to be honest yeah, it's just like the lot. obama the cell obama phones. posters oh the, well, cell phones are like always get dated so like i don't really care about cell phones i like a good flip phone yeah. i miss them i want a sidekick that's gonna be my next one, a sidekick. <laughs> yeah. Those are fun. Get yeah. Little... Like, even though it's, like, even a little outdated, it's still, like, understandable, and it just makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, like, jarringly, like, noticeable that's outdated. It's just, like, right. if you were alive, you would understand it. It's, like, one of those things. Yeah, it's, like, um... Yeah, because then the other thing is, too, like, the whole soundtrack is just, like... The whole soundtrack? 80s, like, rock Ooh. music. Yes. With, but, like, it's, like, very specific. And Okay, I'm going to have to, like, show my ignorance. I'm very sorry to all the rockheads out there. Half of the song sounded the same to me, so I couldn't tell which one was which until yeah. the chorus kicked in. So I'm sorry if you like that kind of music. I like that kind of music. It's just that I couldn't tell it apart until a certain point. That's fair. Like, yeah, they're they're really well known songs, but like you kind of have to like most people recognize it by their choruses, and like the a majority of it was like rock music because it obviously fits like Mega Minds like villainous villainy like style yeah. and vibe. Um, this is like cheesy evil. Yeah, exactly. But edgy. <laughs> Corny. This man wears a lot of leather, and I'm like. Okay, Megamind, you looking kind of fun. <laughs> oh no, I'm not turning into Kevin, I swear. Um, we need to go outside. All y'all need to go outside, I'm sorry. <laughs> I... Megamind is daddy. I knew the songs, but I didn't know, like, some of the artists. Like, I knew the ones with the heavy, like, rock music. I was like, yeah, that's, like, ACDC, but I didn't know one of them was, like, Guns N' Roses. I was like, oh, I didn't know that. And then there was I don't know any of this. <laughs> there was Ozzy Osbourne with Crazy Train. Okay, yeah. I knew uh, that one. And then Bad. That's all I remember. All I know is yeah. ACDC, Ozzy, MJ, and Guns N' Roses <laughs> because I looked at the subtitles. <laughs> oh, I didn't have subtitles on, so I honestly didn't know. Um, I knew. Okay, 
my no when i said like i couldn't tell them apart until the course i literally mean like some of the guitar lines like guitar riffs sound so similar to me that like yeah. i didn't know it was a different song there were like two songs in the movie i think that happened because the rest of them i was like like they just go into the course like oh i know this song did they play highway to hell in yes. that movie? okay they did because i knew highway to hell i knew i knew i'm crazy trained once they started playing the chorus I know bad because, like, my parents are, like, obsessed with Michael Jackson, like, the Jackson 5. Um, they played another song that wasn't a rock song, or am I just going crazy? I'm pretty sure they did. I'm just not remembering Did they play it. September? No, they didn't. Okay, I'm thinking about something else then. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a song I know. That's why I'm like, wait a minute. Um, yeah, no. But, yeah. I don't know. Like, I, I like how they chose, like, I'm going to say, they chose dad rock dad rock yes it, it um, totally fits his vibe because i was like yeah there's a difference between like villain villain versus like cheesy villain yeah and megamind's definitely like in that like cheesy villain yeah but i think it's also like in but also it's because he's more of like um he's gonna be a hero later so it makes kind of sense that he's yeah. not like great he's like dr doofenshmirtz like he's a little more evil than dr doofenshmirtz yeah yeah, like, but, like, I would say, I don't know, like, because it's, I guess also since we only saw him in a movie, and it's, like, harder to really gauge how evil he is sometimes, because you're like, okay, and also we're meeting him at a point where, like, everyone's kind of been there, done that, too, so we're like, okay, we know he's kind of cheesy, because, like, a, he's supposed to be kind of corny and on purpose. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's just, I don't know, I think the music fit well for his character. Me, too. But me... As an uncultured, uncultured person, in terms of like classic rock, I thought <laughs> I was like, oh, some of these things, some of these things, I don't, I can't differentiate the songs as much. Yeah, that's fair. As, like, yeah, I like, felt that in some songs. Yeah, it's only two, like two songs. I felt like that. I don't know why I'm exaggerating this point. Yeah, I'm like, same. <laughs> no, you're good. Um, I guess I wanted to also just talk about like the editing just a little bit, just because of how. I don't know, something about fast-paced, like, action movies, like, even if they aren't action and they're still, like, fast-paced in a good way, like, it's just really, it's really charming and fun to me. Um, like, the transition in this movie? Like, so oh, good. Yeah. Like, holy there, crap. There's one, and I don't remember how it let, I think it was either, like, Rox Anne did something and a transition- it was after her date, so that's why I can't remember exactly. Oh, but I know oh when it... when Megamind like reveals himself. No, it's literally like it? after the whole like rain confrontation, and then he opens the door, and it's like jet black, and he's like, "Okay, minion, you can." It's I don't know how to explain it. Okay, that's interesting because I remember I remember uh, the the moment after the date. And it and it transitions from a lightning bolt to like the raining scene where they break up, and I'm like, whoa, cinematic. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no, oh. it was after that scene because it's like Roxanne like goes away, or and like I think it fades to black. Yeah, she goes away, fades to black, and then Megamind opens the door, and it's like jet black. Like he opens the door to his thing, and he's like, "Hey, minion, like you can come back." Like he's like, "You were right." Like, and I was less right, that scene. Oh, I, yeah. okay, I remember that, I remember that, okay. Yeah, that was good. Um, <laughs> I think even before that, like, I'm just thinking about the scene between uh, uh, Roxanne and Megamind before they, like, meet, where they're in the Metro Man Museum, and they're, like, like just reminiscing and talking to themselves, but also, like, talking about Metro Man and, like, grieving and it, oh is it like the one with the circle yeah like oh my that was the scene <laughs> that scene oh my gosh like just just the way it was like quote unquote shot <laughs> um mm -hmm. oh my gosh it was so good like you see you see both of them going into the same direction but like on opposite sides and you have the same parallel shots between them like you know them looking out in the statue and then them walking out and then them just talking to Metro Man in a different way, but also talking about the same, almost the same thing. And I was like, wow, amazing. <laughs> you know, 
I feel like this is very off topic and kind of relates to the music thing because like they just thought about you know if Mega Man came out today how much you want to bet that bad guy would have been used for like the commercials or in the movie oh my god <laughs> how much you want to bet like right now <laughs> I I bet a hundred dollars because it it would I don't yeah. know why 100, but like, yeah, like, honestly, <laughs> that would have been, that would have been so funny. <laughs> um, I don't know how I feel about it. Like, I don't know. I, that was a very random thought, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Um, Yeah. I mean, even then, it would fit, sort of, kind of, but like, at the same time, it would be really repetitive. But you know what? It's fine. <laughs> at least mm. it didn't come out uh, th- around that time. <laughs> Any final thoughts about Megamind? No. My brain is drained. Mood. <laughs> um, yeah. I I really love Megamind. Just for all the things that we just talked about. Um, and it's, it's so underrated. And y'all should really watch it. It's on Amazon Prime. It, even though it seems a little outdated in terms of, like, I guess gender roles and heteronormative like ideals in that movie like it still is just a really interesting film to look at when looking at identity about um good versus bad and morality um yeah i just love this movie it's one of my favorite movies i gotta say Um, yeah i like the movie i think i'm trying to think what i say it's one I don't know if it's one of my favorites, but I do like it a lot. Um, I think it's fun. Fun little movie. It's a really fun time. It's definitely... If you really like superhero movies and you like animated movies, this is the perfect... <laughs> this is the perfect movie for you. Uh, uh, so, Kevin, do you have any final thoughts about Megamind? Megamind is a great movie. I hope they make a part two. I know they're not going to make a part two, but DreamWorks, if you're listening to this make a part two or one and a half that's fine <laughs> uh it's a great movie 10 out of 10 i will recommend anyone to watch it and remember, always remember megamind is daddy thank yes. you good sir that was a great that was a great speech thank you kevin for joining us thanks kevin Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of the 1224 Podcast. Let us know in the comments below about your thoughts about Megamind. Yeah. Do y'all have big heads? Do y'all have big heads? (laughs) If so, (laughs) give us measurement numbers. Actually, no, that's weird. (laughs) Actually, no, drop them. Drop them? Drop them in the comments. I don't care. Drop them in the comments. uh, In centimeters. Okay, yeah, I guess. Do, do whatever. Do whatever. Do whatever feels right for you. Um, alright. Well, thank you all for listening. I'm Kate. I'm Shay. And we'll see you all later. Bye! Bye!